Hey, gentlemen, this is Robert Nolan. Welcome to the Sword and Shield Devotionals for Men. This is the second episode where I'm going to be talking about my new book that's going to be released by iDisciple Publishing everywhere that books are sold. November 25th uh, is the release date. The book is called Believe, Become, Be, Becoming the Man God Believes You Can Be. Uh, started off talking about uh, some things from the book last week, and I'm going to stretch out and talk a little, about, a little bit more on this episode. I'm going to do a couple more before the book launch on the 25th. But today where I want to go is um, is just talking about this whole idea of a belief and exploring that just a little bit for a few minutes. I'm going to start by reading uh, James chapter 1, 22 through 25, and everything I'm going to be talking about are concepts coming out of the book. James, uh, James 1, 22 through 25, the New Living says this, Don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. I just love the directness of that passage where James just says, you know, it's great to, to, to take in God's word, to hear God's word, to listen to God's word, but don't just listen to it. You must do what it says. And so this whole concept here in, this, in two simple sentences really reinforces what Jesus taught through his entire ministry as we look through the Gospels is, how did someone know when they were truly a disciple? And when did Jesus say that you're truly his disciple. Well, constantly what he talked about was not just when you profess it, not just when you talk about it, not just when you say you believe it, but when you begin to do the things that God um, calls you to do, you begin to do the things of Jesus. That's the key. And that's what he's talking about here. Do what it says. So in this passage, how does God promise to bless us? Well, he says he's going to bless us when we look at and listen to his word, and then we do what it says. And it basically says, do not forget it as you live. And uh, the whole idea of my book, Believe, Become, Be, is exactly this. We have to believe it first, and then we go through the process of becoming. And then finally, as God matures us and transforms us, there are areas in our life where we start to be. We don't just do things anymore. We be that thing. We, we are becoming that man. So... As we read through the Bible and we begin to apply the words that we read in the Bible, there's where the key to transformation comes. Um, you know, if everybody who read Scripture or said they read the Bible or read through the Bible would actually apply God's principles to experience real life change, we'd be living in a really different world today. But the Bible is full of so many if-then statements. There's hundreds and hundreds of them that say, if you'll do this, then I'll do this. And so there's almost this... this um, compatibility to this partnership that occurs where God expects something from us. Um, even salvation, we have to exhibit faith. It's not by works, of course, but we do have to exhibit faith in order to receive him. He doesn't just demand demand we open up the door and let him in. He doesn't do that. He's a gentleman. He knocks and we choose whether or not we're going to let him in. But then once we do, then he begins to offer us his promises but so much of this is based on if we will receive it, if we'll believe it, and then we'll apply it. So when you think about all the relief, uh, all the religions and all the belief systems in the entire world that have ever existed, that exist today, and there's nothing new under the sun, of course. It's all just a derivative of something that was before us. Um, when you look at all the belief systems, very often what you'll see is what, what you're taught is if you'll just accept their truth or the major pillars of that belief system— 
then you will have arrived. Like once you have a revelation of knowledge and and say you believe it, if you're enlightened in this particular belief system, then you've got it. And so basically the world's religious systems and the belief systems teach us that if you'll go from ignorance, not knowing, to knowledge, knowing, then you will have arrived. But basically Jesus came along and he said, there's another step for Christianity. There's another step for walking with me. And that is ignorance, not knowing, to knowledge, knowing, and then application. And so Jesus is basically saying, when you arrive at being my disciple is when you are applying what you have learned. So we have to look at it and say, does arrival really come with just understanding? Well, if someone says, I love you, um, and they just keep telling you they love you, but that you they never show you love, they never express love, they never do loving things to you. They just keep telling you that, um, which obviously we've all had relationships like that at some level. We just we come to not believe that anymore. Why? Because there's no application of the love. And that's the key, is even as people on, on things that are non-spiritual, we won't believe things for very long when we see no application of what's being spoken to us. We understand someone really loves us, not just when they tell us, but when we begin to see actual acts and affirmations of love from the person. Same goes when we say we love someone. It's, it's The reverse is true, of course. So um, one of the things we have to look at, too, in this whole realm of belief is how did we get good at what we do? Now, and I'm, and I'm transitioning here into not just belief, but there was a point in your own life where you said, what do I want to be this? Do I want to be that? And you had to make some choices as to what you thought the direction of your life or your career was going to be, what you were going to do for a living. And so what happens though, is we end up for the vast majority of us, we end up getting good at something. And there's something that we are looked upon to say, Hey, this guy is good at X and we're all good at different things. But how do we get good at that? Well, we got good at what we do out of experience. You know, very often people come out of college and they go, I have a degree that says I'm great at this. No, it doesn't say you're great at this. It says you've been approved to do it. When we come great at it is when we put time and experience into that effort. When we begin to actually get in a real world environment and apply what the degree says or what the credentials state, and we get actual experience in the career, that's actually when it is. So even just in the world, even in the things we do for a living, even in the things we do for a career to make money, we only become great at what we apply. Well, when you transfer that whole idea of your job or career, how'd you get good at what you do, into your faith, into your Christianity, you have to look at that and say, well, how can I get good at following Jesus? Well, it's going to be application. It's the same thing. It's just, it's a, it's a life principle. It's just something God put into place in the world. So being effective at anything in life comes through commitment coupled with experience. You know, for years we've heard the whole thing. Um, I don't know who said it originally, but you know, whenever you put in 10,000 hours at something, that's when you're considered an expert. Well, why? Because you've applied that thing and spent time and commitment and experience in that thing. And that's why you can be called an expert in it. So when you connect this concept to us as men who follow Christ, we are going to grow by commitment coupled with experience. Not just saying we believe something, but whatever we have actually applied. So if you ever come across a guy who's put 10,000 hours into walking with God intimately, gentlemen, you know what? They're not going to have to say a word to you. You're going to know it and you're going to feel it. Why? 
because commitment coupled with experience. They've been there. They've done that. They've walked with him. They know, and that's going to exude out of a man. And honestly, that's really the goal of where we all want to be and where we're going to go. And it just takes time and experience. You know, true discipleship is not an event. It's a journey. It's a process. And this is exactly why. It takes time to learn how to obey. It takes time to get rid of things in our life we need to get rid of. It takes time to learn how to do the things that we need to put the hard work in on to be to be really committed to following Jesus. We got to put in the time. We got to expend the energy. We got to do the work. We got to commit our knowledge to application, believe to become to be. So, reverting back to James 1, 22 through 25, it says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. So we got to think about what is one thing that you've read in the word recently that you believe God is calling you to apply? You know, that's really actually a great Bible study method is just when we read scripture, say, what is God telling me to do through this passage that I just read? What, how would he want me to apply what I just read or what truth can I gain out of it? Hey, guys, thanks for letting me share about um, some some parts of the new book that's going to be coming out November 25th, Believe, Become, Be, Becoming the Man God Believes You Can Be. You can go to believebecomebe.com. You can also go into Amazon and type the title in and take a look at it there. It's available for pre-order. It's going to be uh, available to purchase on November 25th. It's obviously going to be great to read on your own, but a really key way um, to take in this content is to get with a few guys and go through it. And obviously, it's also designed so that an entire men's ministry can go through the book. Guys, uh, thanks for listening today. This is Robert Nolan. This is the Sword and Shield Devotionals for Men. Go get them.